Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. We live in a quite perverted world. Julian Assange has come up with uh, some major uh, revelations about the dirty wars that Western nations have waged after 9-11 and none of the perpetrators of the war crimes that have been committed is in jail, but Julian Assange is, he's imprisoned in Belmarsh prison, has been in prison for four years now. That makes us think about the so-called Western values, which are invoked wherever our politicians speak. Western values were supposed to be defended at the Hindu Kush in Afghanistan. We now know, also thanks to Julian Assange and WikiLeaks, how, this, how the truth of this war was. It was dirty. It was a collaboration with war criminals. It was war crimes committed by the Western Allies and so on and so forth. Julian Assange has been imprisoned in Belmarsh in a high security prison, although he is not charged with any crime in Europe. He is persecuted because of the so-called Espionage Act by the US. The Espionage Act is a law from the First World War meant to uh, persecute um, um, traitors and people who do espionage. But Julian Assange is a journalist who revealed important truths about war crimes. So the uh, case of Julian Assange is a very dangerous case for press freedom in the world. Because if a journalist is accused of being a spy, is jailed for being a supposed spy, this is dangerous for all journalists in the world. Any journalist, if Julian Assange is indeed extradited to the U.S., is imprisoned in the U.S., he's, uh, uh, he, he might uh, receive a sentence of 175 years in prison. That means all of his life in a high-security prison in, U in the U.S. That means that every journalist in the world who reveals war crimes or anything that our governments do not like can end up in jail for a lifetime and can be subdued even to torture. Niels Melzer, the former UN Rapporteur for Torture of the United Nations, has clearly stated that Julian Assange has been sub submitted to psychological torture for many years by the UK government, by the US government, by the Swedish government. So any journalist has to fear that if he reports anything that our governments do not like, would have to face uh, a life in prison and torture. This is not acceptable. We have to defend the freedom of Julian Assange because it's all about our democracy, our freedom of speech, and the future of journalism. There have been a number of demands to free Julian Assange by movements all over the world, like here, but also, for example, by the Australian Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese. Julian Assange is an Australian citizen. He is not a British citizen. He is not a US citizen. He is not a Swedish citizen. He is an Australian citizen. So the question is, why is he sitting in a prison without any charge, any sentence in Britain and extradited to the US? The Prime Minister of Australia said, to the US government, drop the case. 
but the US government didn't even respond to that. So when we have an, uh, we have some major news outlets, uh, major news outlets like the Spiegel, the Guardian, the New York Times, El, Le Monde, and uh, El Pais, who have demanded demanded to free Julian Assange because it's all about the future of the freedom of press. Also, 80 members of parliament of the German Bundestag has, have demanded in June last year to free Julian Assange. And even the Green Party, before they were elected, demanded Julian Assange to be freed. But since the Green Party is in government, we have heard very little about Julian Assange, for example, by our foreign minister, um, Annalena Baerbock. So our government has to come up with something they have to clearly state that the U.S. has to drop the case and Julian Assange must be freed. We have to demand our government, the Green Party in particular, but also the Free Democrats, they call themselves Free Democrats, and the, the Social Democrats, to stand up for press freedom. Why is Julian Assange in prison? He's in prison because he revealed the truth about the dirty wars that Western governments led in Iraq, in Afghanistan. Hundreds and th of thousands of people have died because of these wars and war crimes have been committed by Western governments, by the Western military. None, as I said, none of the perpetrators has been charged or imprisoned. Our governments will never reveal the truth about the war because war and lie are inseparable. You cannot wage war without lying to the people because when the people know all the atrocities committed in, in a war, they won't support the war. So it's very important to have journalists who reveal the truth about war to prevent future wars. And to give you some examples from history, how important that is and that it worked indeed, I will go back to the time of the Vietnam War. In the Vietnam War, some very courageous journalists and very courageous sources revealed truth about the dirty wars that the U.S. waged in Vietnam and other places. It started with Seymour uh, Hersh. Some of you might have heard the name of Seymour Hersh because Seymour Hersh some months ago came up with a story about the bombing of the Nord Stream pipelines, which was hardly discussed in the German press. I did an interview with him, which was uh, published by the Berliner Zeitung. So, Seymour Hersh is one of the most important investigative journalists we have in the world. It started all in 1971 when he revealed the uh, massacre of U.S. troops in the village of My Lai in Vietnam. He revealed that U.S. troops massacred hundreds of children and women. And uh, this and the photos that were published uh, in the wake of his reporting uh, really changed the mood in the U.S. against the war. This happened also with the so-called Pentagon Papers that the whistleblower Daniel Ellsberg published along with some journalists. These Pentagon Papers in 1972 revealed that several U.S. governments had lied about the motives of the war and about the misdeeds, the atrocities committed by U.S. troops in the war to the public systematically. It also had lied about the scope of the war. People came to know then that it was not only Vietnam, but the U.S. had bombed Laos and Cambodia as well. Three to four million people died in these wars. And these revelations of courageous journalists 
based on leaks, like WikiLeaks, based on anonymous sources, they really changed the mood and helped to end this terrible war. The same happened with uh, many other leaks. I won't go into the details. I just want to jump into the more recent history, the war on terror, which started after 9-11. Again, Seymour Hersh revealed the torture practices in the, in the prison of Abu Ghraib in Iraq, which helped also to, um, to change the mood about this war. There was a lot of resistance in Europe against this war, but in the US, uh, less so. And then WikiLeaks started its very important work, especially in 2010 and 2011, WikiLeaks um, based mainly on sources like Chelsea Manning, revealed a number of very important documents. One of them, some might know it, is the collateral murder video showing uh, how US troops shot on civilians from a helicopter, murdering several civilians, including two Reuters journalists. And uh, you hear in this video how the, the, um, the troops, the soldiers, talked about how we can shoot this person, how we can shoot that person. One was wounded, they shot again on that person until he was dead. Two children in the bus were wounded, heavily wounded as well. So this video showed the truth of the, of the war. It was only a narrow, a tiny piece of that war, but it helped to show how the war really is because our embedded journalists won't tell you how the war really looks. After the disaster of the Vietnam War, Western governments started to embed journalism, which means that journalists report from the perspective of their own military. And that doesn't help to get a realistic picture of the war. So the leaks and journalists which uh, try to get the truth of the war are very important to help end these wars. Then uh, WikiLeaks and Julian Assange published the so-called Afghan war logs and the Iraq war logs um, and documented hundreds and thousands of war crimes in these countries, committed in part by the NATO troops themselves and also by the allies, the warlords in Afghanistan. And the Western governments knew perfectly about these war crimes and they didn't anything to prevent them. So Julian Assange really um, showed the hypocrisy of our governments who invoke Western values all the time, but at the same time set up torture prisons, set up war crimes all over the world. And that's why, that's why, because he revealed the hypocrisy of our governments that he has been uh, persecuted so hard and finally jailed. But his courage was, and the courage of his sources, like Chelsea Manning, was so important to inspire other whistleblowers. For example, Edward Snowden, who came up with all the revelations of the NSA spying and the surveillance state. Uh, and many other whistleblowers were inspired by the courage. Julian Assange was not only persecuted by governments, but also by the media. One Fox moderator in the US television um, demanded the public to shoot Julian Assange. That was invoking murder. And this moderator never was really tried. He stayed in his job, no persecution. But those who tell the truth, they end up in jail.
Now, the, the, to free Julian Assange is essential for the future, the future of journalism, the future of freedom of speech, the future also of our democracy and for our survival. I will let me say a few words about the current situation. We have a new Cold War and we have a new hot war in Ukraine, which is a threat to human survival on the planet because it could escalate into a nuclear war. We have another major issue that is the planet cannot support the kind we run our economy. And we are in a critical point and we need freedom of speech, we need critical reporting about our governments. The, the pr problematic situation today is that all the funds go into the military now, although we need all these funds for social and ecological transformation so urgently. And we need critical reporting also about the war in Ukraine to prevent this from happening, to prevent a new cold and war, also a new war against China, which is already being plotted. And there has been an interesting new leak by a young man, 20 years old in the US, who revealed the so-called Pentagon leaks. He was not motivated like um, Chelsea Manning or uh, Edward Snowden by ethical reasons or political reasons. He just put it online. But it's interesting what we know about, about the war in Ukraine now. We know that the, the Western allies have troops on the ground. They always denied that. They said we have no troops on the ground fighting Russia. They have little but about a hundred troops, which is extremely dangerous if you deal with a nuclear power like Russia. And you say we are not on the ground. They are on the ground. They have to pull back the troops. So this leak is important. Another important point in this leak is that it shows that the Pentagon itself says this war cannot be won by Ukraine. This war cannot be won by Russia. It's a stalemate. It's a stalemate. This is quite different from what the U.S. government and our own government is telling us all the time, that, the U that Ukraine can regain all the territory. Of course, they have the right to regain their own territory, but if they can't, going on with the war means a carnage, means thousands and thousands and tens of thousands more people dying for a senseless war. It also means increasing the risk of nuclear war. It also means a new block confrontation which prevents us from addressing the real issues, which are social justice, climate change and others. So we need to end this war by negotiations. That is what these leaks tell us. So in order to make sure that we have no new wars that devastate the planet, in order to uh, regain our democracy, we have to defend freedom of speech, we have to defend the freedom of Julian Assange, free Julian Assange now. Thank you. Great. 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 Great.